The following podcast is a program segment from the Midday Moments program with Gary Duncan. Join Gary for two hours of sacred music, along with moments of faith, family, and fun. Listen to AM 850 in St. Louis, or on the live stream at KFUO.org. Christ for you, anytime, anywhere, KFUO Radio. AM 850 KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. Music with a message here on the Midday Moments program. I'm Gary Duncan, your host for the program. It's time now for us to talk to Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold, Missouri. It's part of our Moment in Creation. Good afternoon, Pastor. Now, I heard on the radio today something about life on Venus? Yes, there has been some exciting news in the scientific world in the last couple of weeks that has gotten people uh, all uh, worked up about the possibility of microbial life in the upper atmosphere of Venus. That always makes a person stop and think, well, could there be life out there? And what would that mean if there were? I saw a headline on one news item the other day that says, scientists have discovered signs of life on Venus. Why don't we care? And then in that article, he says, uh, scientists found a chemical phosphine in one of the planet's cloud layers and the existence of phosphine, these scientists say, can only be explained by the presence of life. Well, is that really true? Uh, So I would direct our listeners to an article you can find online at Forbes, Forbes, that's F-O-R-B-E-S dot com. And the title of the article is Don't Bet on Aliens. Phosphine is amazing, but doesn't mean life on Venus. And the author of the article is Ethan Siegel. Last name is spelled S-I-E-G-E-L. And this is one of the more detailed accounts of what's actually been discovered. So it appears that a couple of Earth-based observatories, by analyzing uh, electromagnetic radiation in the radio part of the electromagnetic spectrum, have measured a dip in uh, the layer in that part of the wavelength where you would expect phosphine to absorb that radiation. And so they think that that means there is phosphine in the upper atmosphere of Venus. And these scientists say they've thought of all the ways phosphine can be manufactured. Well, on Earth, it's either by bacteria or it has to be man-made. They don't know of another way on Earth that this molecule is made. So that's why they're speculating there could be microbial life in the Venusian atmosphere. But this article goes on to pretty much debunk that and point out that the atmosphere of Venus is not likely to be hospitable to life on a whole lot of reasons. First of all, the surface of Venus is like over 800 degrees Fahrenheit. It's hot enough to melt lead. It's very much a hellish kind of environment, um, atmosphere. And even if you get to the upper layers where you're away from some of that heat and the temperatures may moderate some, it's still the atmosphere is mainly sulfuric acid. So it's really, really unlikely that there's life of any kind, even microbial life, in the atmosphere. So people are getting excited about something that's probably much ado about nothing. The fact that there is phosphine, if you say, okay, we're pretty sure that we find this in the amount of 20 parts per billion in certain areas of the atmosphere, uh, the question is, how did it get there? And the answer is they don't know but that they shouldn't rule out things like uh, geochemical uh, processes that could make this because they find out that it's actually present in other places too, like mm-hmm. Jupiter and Saturn, some of the gas giant planets. And so long story short, the headline is hype 
And when you read all the details about what they know and how they know what they know, it's like, well, it's really, really, really unlikely that there's any life there. Uh, the author of this article says is, is kind of like if you would buy one lottery ticket and expect to hit the big, big, big jackpot. It's really unlikely. Now, we guess we have to ask ourselves as Christians, well, why do we care? What does it mean? Usually, the people who are pushing this kind of narrative, and then the reason we spend millions and millions of dollars of taxpayer money looking for life elsewhere is that people believe in the story of evolution. They don't believe the Bible story of creation. And so their idea is if life evolved on Earth millions and millions of years ago, then surely it must evolve in other places if they have the right conditions. So people with that attitude are looking to find signs of some kind of life someplace else with the idea that, aha, that would prove evolution is true. But you know, it's all about your world. So if, if they would find for certain tomorrow that there's living microbial life on Venus or Mars or any place else, would that change your view of the Bible? No. Would it change mine? Of course not. We believe that God is the creator of life. And on Earth, we've been surprised sometimes where God created life, where we didn't think it, there could be any, on the rim of volcanoes or at the bottom of the ocean or at the ice caps and things like this. It's like, wow, God created kinds of life that can survive even some pretty extreme circumstances. God is an amazing God. So we would not abandon abandon our belief in the Bible or God because of this, if there is life anywhere, and let me repeat, there is no evidence so far that there is, but if there would be life on another planet, well, God put it there. And so we still believe the God of creation, who, by the way, has revealed himself not only in the universe that he made, but especially in his word, the Bible, and it's all about Jesus, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's the message of the Bible. Right. And so when we look at God's Word, and when we look at the universe that God made, we should be in awe of the God who is mighty and merciful, and who wants you to be saved by faith in Jesus. Thanks, Pastor, because, uh, you know, they make these headlines so glamorous, so big, and you think, what's going on here? It's, it's great that you were able to clarify that. I was thinking the same thing, the, that Venus is a very, very uh, inhabitable, what we think of inhabitable planets. So I didn't delve into the story any more than just the headline, but it's amazing how they try to capture your attention and make you think that it's uh, alien life force. There's a lot of hype, but when you read all the words and check into it again and again, you realize that they are exaggerating what they found and the meaning uh, and analysis of what they found. And uh, you don't have to worry that the Bible will be proven to be false. That will never happen. Right. Could you lead us in the prayers we conclude for this program? Let us pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we praise you because we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Our souls know that right well. Help us, O Lord, as we explore the universe that you have created to see everywhere your wisdom and power displayed and to realize that it is wonderful that you created life on earth and that you redeemed us by sending your Son, Jesus Christ, to be the way, the truth, and the life who redeemed us by his blood. Help us to always trust in him. We pray this in his precious name. Amen. Amen. Look forward to talking to you next week, Pastor Worth. Listener-supported KFUO, the messenger of good news.